Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. Okay, today's 10-minute topic is Real Estate Investment Associations, also known as RIA. So when we started getting this business, we everything we read said, go to your local RIA, go to your local Real Estate Investment Association, because you will meet like-minded people and you will find people who need deals and people who have deals and everything is great and you will find private investors. So when we started, we found a couple of local RIAs and they weren't so good. And I'm going to tell you why. First of all, they were expensive, right? I think it was 40 or 50 bucks a person. And me and my partner wanted to go and we had to really think whether it's worth it, spend a hundred bucks for both of us to go sometimes it was more right we traveled to manhattan uh we traveled to uh, the parts of new york city and it, it was expensive and we didn't like spending a lot of money for something that we didn't really know if we were going to get any value out of that's number one number two is that the people who ran the rias really were selling coaching and the entire purpose of the RIA, I mean, it, there was some educational aspect to it, but really it was a funnel for coaching prospects. And they wanted people to come in and they wanted to sell you coaching. We were in several RIAs like that, where we were sold coach, you know, we were sold, please uh, step up to a, a one day event, three day event, constant coaching. We're going to show you. I'm not knocking the coaching. I have no idea if it's good or bad. I just don't like, I don't like to be sold things. And another problem at some of the RIAs was that the, the presentations are incredibly long. We sat for a very, very long presentation, um, maybe over an hour about short sales. I didn't even know what a short sale was when I sat at that. It was many years ago. Um, so, and the, the presenter wasn't good. And I think they spoke for an hour. Now, if you're not a good, if you're not a good orator, if you're not a good speaker, no one should have you speak for an hour. That's crazy. Um, also, some of them are, they give you meals and we only eat kosher, so that it wasn't helpful to us watching people eat while well, we couldn't. So what we did was we started our own RIA. We're going to get into that in a minute. But let's talk about what really happens at a RIA. So a RIA is a really good thing. If you have a local RIA or meetup or real estate meetup, um, it's, it's good. And I'll tell you why it should be good. Um, it's almost similar to a mastermind. If you're at a beginner level and you go to a, a situation where there are other beginners and people who have had some success, people are going to talk to you that want to help you. Hopefully they don't want to sell you anything, right? And you can figure that out pretty quickly when you go to uh, a RIA, whether you're being sold or whether you're not being sold. It might take a day or two after you leave because you'll see what kind of emails you get. Um, but talking to like-minded people, people you can meet up with, people who may have a deal for you, people who may be able to take a deal from you, people who may want to partner, people who have a resource you don't know. The leaders usually are people who, who have experience, who can help you. Um, and we started the Nassau County RIA uh, about five or six months ago. We had our fifth meeting in October. We're having our sixth meeting in November. And we don't sell anything. And we pretty, pretty much keep coaching away for free. So um, you should be comfortable at a RIA. We started charging $5 for our RIA. We get, had the first couple for free. We, we asked a poll um, of what people thought, and people thought we should charge something, so we charged $5. We don't. We certainly lose money every, every month um, because we have to pay for the room rental and we pay for snacks, and sometimes we have a speaker. So um, we do it to help. We do it to share. So what to expect at a RIA, right? So again, 
if you're not comfortable with the RIA, you should go. And really, every RIA should give you the first one for free to see if you like it. If the RIA is really good and there's value, it should, it should be, they should let you try it. Uh, or charge a minimal amount. You know, it's places that charge 50 bucks. I understand they're paying for a hotel. It's a big deal, but still. So really, those are the things to look for in a RIA. It shouldn't be expensive. Um, no one should sell you anything. The presentation should be brief. Should be interaction. You should be able to talk to people. You should be able to get people after the RIA if you need. People should put. There should be networking, and it should be an enjoyable event. We've had very good feedback on our RIA. I think we meet those criteria. Um, and I, if you're in uh, Queens or Nassau County or even Suffolk County, I highly recommend you come to our our meetings. Our meetings are usually held the second Thursday of every month. This month in November, it's going to be the first Thursday of the month because I screwed up and made. Uh, plans to be out of the country for the second Thursday of the month. That's my fault. But every other uh, month, it should be the second Thursday of the month. And our meetings are held in Valley Stream at the VFW on 65 East Merrick Road. So that's a shameless plug. Um, but the feedback we've gotten from people has been great. We've helped a lot of people, and we're going to continue to help people. And I think uh, I think it's something that if you need if you need help starting, you should go. Definitely go. If you're not close to ours, go to somebody else's. But go. Talk to people, uh, find out. Every area of real estate investing is specific, has specific issues. I mean, I've gone through the issues in New York many times here. If you're watching this, you might be um, rehabbing or wholesaling in New York. Um, so I highly recommend that you find a local RIA. If you don't have a local RIA, start a local RIA, as crazy as that sounds. Um, and I can help you with that. If you need help, uh, I'll show you how we did ours. And we get uh, at least 40 people every single month. We've had as many as 55 people, so between 40-something and 45 and 55 people every month. And um, and I think it's a gr it's been a great event for us. We've met amazing new people, and I think we've delivered a lot of value for the people that come. And um, even if you are a beginner, you can find people who are experts and, 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 and start a RIA and have them speak or present. So I highly recommend uh, that it's something you do. I think on a monthly basis it's great. And... Um, I think it's it's excellent. It's excellent. It's been excellent for us. Really been able we've been able to share a lot of our expertise and knowledge with new people, and we've met some great people too. So uh, so let me tell you a couple things that happened at the Rio. Oh, here's a good one. So a guy came to us who had never done a deal in Nassau County. He was a realtor in Queens, and he thought he had a deal. Right? He met a seller who had a deal. It was a junky house, disaster of a house, vacant. And he brought the deal to us. He didn't know if it was a deal or not. We quickly realized it was a deal. We put it under contract ourselves, and we split the profits with him. So it ended up being a $30,000 wholesale deal. He made $15,000 minus some expenses. We made about $15,000 minus some expenses. Um, but that's a deal that never would have come up with come up without the real. He didn't know if it was a deal. Right? And I don't know if he would have known what to do with a deal, even if he was a deal, because he didn't have a buyer's list of people to, to wholesale it to in the area. We had all those things, so it's a perfect synergistic situation. right? Without the RIA, he wouldn't have made money on it, we wouldn't have made money on it, some other investor would have probably bought it, and everybody came to the RIA wouldn't have made money. So it's something that really we believe is a win-win situation for everybody that comes, and we were excited to uh, give him a check. So um, just to compare the RIA to the mastermind, I think it's the same kind of thing. It, it's a situation where you have to get your mindset into the fact that there are people doing this and doing it successfully. 
I can't tell you how many times I get asked, how, why would anybody sell a house to you at a discount? And if, until you believe that this is happening on a regular basis, and it is, throughout New York, um, you have to get that into your subconscious mind. So going to a REIT and seeing people do it is extremely, extremely beneficial to your mindset in getting this done. If you don't really, if some part of you doesn't believe it's going to happen, it's going to be a problem. And like a mastermind, seeing people who have similar problems to you is also good, right? So if you speak to other beginners and they say, you know, I bought a list and I'm not getting any traction, that's helpful just knowing that other people have the same problems as you. And people who've solved the problems that you have is obviously a, a great benefit to going to a RIA or a mastermind where someone is just starting and just got his first deal. You know, that's, that you want to find out how he did it and, and what he did and maybe you'll do the same thing and uh, model that behavior. So that's a big deal. Also having people to call. So a lot of people go to the RIA call us on a regular basis and say, I have this issue, I have that issue. Most of the time it's, hey, is this a deal? And most of the time it's not a deal. Um, so we're trying to teach them uh, how to underwrite deals better. We also had people who wanted to just like drive for dollars for us and find, uh, you know, distressed looking properties and send them to us. What we found is that a vast majority of those properties were not deals, not because they weren't in distress, but because on title something had happened recently. So for example, the bank had just taken control of the property. They had bought the property. So that's not a deal that's going to end up being listed on the market. Um, another investor had bought it. That's not a deal. Another investor is going to take it. Uh, all kinds of title issues. It's in a foreclosure and it's way upside down. So it's not even worth getting into a short sale because, you know, there's a $500,000 mortgage that went into foreclosure 10 years ago. Yes, in New York, it could take that long. That's now got a balance of probably $800,000 in the house. You can't pay more than $300,000 for it. So in those situations, those are things you can look at, look up online. So we've helped people show them how to look at these things online. That information is public information. Before you even deal with these, you should, you should, uh, you should be looking at these things online. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.